American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the stories in American Road Magazine. And we introduce you to new travel destinations. I'm Foster Brown. In the rough and tumble days of the late 1800s, the little town of Sydney, Nebraska, was an important military and commercial outpost on the railroad lines that were becoming the arteries of American expansion. It was indeed the Wild West, populated by such colorful characters as Buffalo Bill and Calamity Jane, and earned the moniker, Toughest Town on the Tracks. In 2017, what was once called Sinful Sydney is celebrating its sesquicentennial. (laughs) That's 150 candles between August the 18th and the 20th with a double extravaganza. One is man-made and the other is Mother Nature made and utterly unique. Our guest, Heather Hosman, has all the details for both events. This summer, the toughest town on the tracks is rolling out the red carpet for lovers of the Wild West and good old-fashioned family fun. Whether you're a classic car enthusiast, history buff, or just making plans for a family vacation, you'll want to save August the 18th to the 21st for a visit to Sydney, Nebraska. If any place knows how to throw a great party, it's Sydney. Over the last 150 years, the town known as the wickedest town in the West has seen the likes of Buffalo Bill, Wild Bill Hickok, and Calamity Jane. Good food, nonstop entertainment, a classic car show, and loads of activities for kids will be topped off by two extraordinary light shows. The first one will be a spectacular firework display on Sunday night at the Cheyenne County Fairgrounds. The second one will be a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience put on by Mother Nature. On Monday, August 21st, Sydney, Nebraska will be one of the best places in the country, maybe even the world, to watch a total eclipse of the sun. This will be the first total solar eclipse visible in continental United States for more than 38 years, and you will have one of the best seats in the house. Nebraska is one of a few places in the country that will be under the complete blackout as the moon blanks out the sun and day turns to night for nearly three minutes. It will be an historic event for young and old alike. This summer, Sinful Sydney 150 will be an awesome opportunity to enjoy a good old-fashioned community celebration and to witness the rare historic event of a total solar eclipse. It's an experience your family will treasure for the rest of their lives. Don't forget to mark the dates, August 18th to the 21st, 2017, in Sydney, Nebraska. It's going to be an unforgettable event that you won't want to miss. For more information, visit CheyenneCountyTourism.com and follow the celebration on Facebook at Sinful Sydney 150 Sesquicentennial Celebration. It's my pleasure to welcome to American Road Trip Talk, Heather Hosman. She is the Tourism Director for the Cheyenne County Visitors Center, which is located in Sydney, Nebraska. And uh, Heather, welcome to American Road Trip Talk. Thank you, Foster. I'm happy to be here. We're looking forward to an event that you folks have, a historic event that you folks have got lined up. Coming up in the middle of the summer, you're about to celebrate a very auspicious number of days, a big birthday. That's right. A big birthday is a great way to put it. (laughs) And that's going to be how many years? That'll be 150 years. It's uh, Sydney's sesquicentennial, so that translates to a 150-year celebration. Now, tell me a little bit of the background of Sydney itself. We're in 
the western panhandle, um, just um, not too far from the Colorado border and the Wyoming border. Okay. Is where we are located. Just off of I-80 is where uh, Sydney is situated. What, 150 years ago, why was Sydney created? Sydney has a very colorful history and, and a very um, interesting past. Um, the title for our celebration is titled Sinful Sydney. Um, it is, we chose that title because it was once known as the toughest town in the tracks, wickedest town in the West, and there's a handful of other um, colorful names that have gone along with that as well. Um, these were just some of the names used to describe the town of Sydney, Nebraska, and, and with good reason. Um, beginning in 1867, the Union Pacific Railroad was laying their tracks through western Nebraska to the Wyoming border. Mm-hmm. Sydney just happened to be the division point between a couple of local towns that we have. Those towns are listed as Lodgepole, Bronson, and Potter, um, where they had the local train stations. So to protect the workers, supplies, and equipment, the United States Army stationed a, comp- a company of infantry here in Sydney as a sub post um, off of Fort Sedgwick in Colorado. That's all you know, relatively yep. within our region. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1874, because of its location on the railroad, the Sydney Barracks became the supply point for all mil- military and Indian Department supplies uh-huh. um, destined for points um, to the north and the Pine Ridge region in our area. Oh, wow. So there was a military presence here, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the following year, gold was discovered in the Black Hills. Oh, my. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of all kind of, you know, taking off from there. Um, a railroad connection was needed to bring supplies to the miners and, more importantly, to carry gold to the banks on the coast. Um, so then we became a dropping-off point for people heading um, up to the Black Hills for the gold rush. Wow. Um, so that has another little piece of history as well. Yeah. Uh, we're talking, by the way, with uh, Heather Hossman, who is the... Uh, uh, tourism Director of the Cheyenne County Visitors Center in Sydney, Nebraska, where they're going to be celebrating a 150th birthday, the Sydney Sesquicentennial, or with a little tongue-in-cheek, sinful Sydney <laughs> Sesquicentennial. See all those S's together and you got a problem. It's kind of like you were part of the superhighway of the development of the West. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it, definitely. No. And the progression of the railroad and, and then, of course, the time went on with the interstate and all those things, too. Now, I, what I noticed also is that it, the part of the colorful history of Sydney was that you attracted some of the really, um, oh, unique figures of the Wild West. Is it Wild Bill Hickok? And was it Calamity? So right. who were some of the people who, who kind of made Sydney their home base? Well, we've had a lot of, you know, colorful characters that, that resided here and then also passed through. And, um, yes, we had um, Buffalo Bill, Butch Cassidy, Wild Bill Hickok, um, and Doc Middleton, um, as well as Calamity Jane and some of those characters, whether it be that they were here for a short period of time or made this temporarily their home. Um, so that was also a big part of that. We also had um, Walter Reed was once stationed here at the Fort oh. Sydney Complex. Mm-hmm. So some of those military connections as well. Yeah, yeah. What made it so attractive? It made it kind of was it that it kind of created its own oh myth about being this unique focus for the Wild West? 
I think it it evolved into that. I think originally was, of course, the um, expansion of the railroad and those types of things and discovering this area mm-hmm. um, led to that. But then, you know, it, it started to form, of course, a little bit less desirable reputation, and that's <laughs> hence than the name. Um, there were a large number of both failed and successful robberies um, in this area. Oh, dear. That also led to the demand of increased military protection in the region. Uh Um, And that had a lot to do with the railroad and all those um, historical pieces. Um, And then, of course, as I referenced before, the Sydney barracks and the military Mm -hmm. um, that we have here. So um, now we've developed into a wonderful, beautiful community. But (laughs) if you're going to dip back into the past and the history, it's it's very, very interesting. (laughs) Well, it's all about crimes of opportunity. And in those days, with a gold rush going on, and as you said, with the military supplies and everything else that was going on through Sydney, passing through Sydney on the trains. It isn't surprising that uh, there were people who would try to take advantage of that. Well, moving on to much more pleasant things, uh, Heather, let's talk about your uh, celebration that's coming up, and that's going to be in August. That's correct. The dates for the Sinful Sydney 150th and the sesquicentennial um, uh, is scheduled for August 18th through the 20th. So it's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and this is a weekend packed full of something for everyone. You know, the premise of this celebration has been a focus in three areas, and we've really tried hard to to then circle around with everything that we do, and those areas are going to be the military, the railroad, and the pioneer. Do I understand correctly that uh, you are already pretty well booked up in Sydney for guests for the time? We're getting there, definitely. We, in planning this event, um, we we really we paid attention to the calendar, and this weekend is the weekend prior to the total solar eclipse, which will be happening then on Monday, August 21st. One of the reasons that Nebraska is one of the prime viewing places, especially in western Nebraska, is because we have a low humidity and we have wide open spaces, so it really is an opportune location. And there are, we are in the pathway just north of us here in Sydney um, of 100% totality. It's about an hour and 15 minutes north from, of, wow. of us here. Wow. You must have people coming from all over the world to, to visit as well. All over the world, men have been counting down the days to come to to Western Nebraska for that. It's, it's well, very, very exciting. So we wanted to really um, capitalize on that event in and of itself that Mother Nature has created for us, mm. and add something that we can then showcase what Sydney has to offer. And so our hotel rooms will be are getting to where they're 100% full for that yeah. Sunday evening. And what we're wanting to do is say, hey, you know, if you're coming to, you know, staying in Sydney, Nebraska, come a couple of days early. Experience yep. what, you know, the Sydney's 150th will have to offer. Are you from Sydney, by the way, from the area there originally? I am. I am, uh, yes. Are there any kind of special things about Sydney that are, are unique to that, that are special to you? Growing up here, I definitely think that, you know, just the surroundings, the natural surroundings of our area is rich and wholesome. Um, it's just very clean and attractive, and I love the agricultural setting. Mm. Um if you look at um, some of the historical pieces beyond the original days of Sydney, um, Sydney is the birthplace of Cabela's. Oh, so really? we do have, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just across the street from me. It's their corporate headquarters and the, the very first store, Cabela's store. Um, so there's a lot of history with that as well. Oh, yeah. 
Um, we have a beautiful downtown area that has a combination of eclectic antique shops, restaurants, um, movie theater. Um, we also have recreational opportunities with a um, walking, biking trail sure. that goes throughout the city. Mm-hmm. And then in addition to that, a variety of other recreational opportunities, an aquatic center, um, beautiful wow. golf course. It is a, for The population of Sydney is just shy of 7,000, but we're a very, very progressive, very active community. Oh, that um, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a wonderful place to visit and, uh, and and to live, period. It sounds like you're very glad that you've landed there, that that's your hometown. Yeah, I'm very proud to be um, from this area. It's a pleasure to, to promote it. <laughs> well, we've been promoting a, a very special event that's coming up this summer, and that is it's being titled Sydney of a Sinful, try this again. Sinful Sydney Sesquicentennial. You can see why it took me a couple of tries. (laughs) And that is going to be from August the 18th through the 20th. Am I right on that? The dates of that? That's correct, yes. And then the full um, solar eclipse is going to be taking place the next day. So you're going to have a lot of people hanging around there for quite a while. That's the hope. We would love to be a great hosting community for both events. Mm. And are prepared to accommodate and to really show off our community. The events uh, that will take place for the sesquicentennial, we have everything from um, a melodrama play to a 5K walk run parade, um, live entertainment, historical tours, beer and wine tasting, um, again, live entertainment, and then... Uh, Sunday events with all kinds of stuff, and we'll finish off everything with a great old-fashioned display of fireworks. Ah, yes. The fireworks, the the man-made fireworks the next day will be the uh, fireworks Mother Nature will put off in terms of the uh, complete solar eclipse. And we might mention, by the way, folks, that the the Sydney and that particular part of the country, uh, of world, period, are perfectly positioned for the very best view of that solar eclipse that's coming up. But just in general, it sounds like a great place to visit any time of the year. Is there a place that people can go online to find out more information about Sydney and the area around there, or maybe make their travel plans that way? Absolutely. We have a a wonderful website, and it's Sydney, spelled S-I-D-N-E-Y, then CheyenneCountyTourism.com. There we go. Very good. Okay, so that's Sydney. CheyenneCountyTourism.com. Very good. Heather, thank you so much for spending time with us here. And we look forward to uh, having many of the people who read our magazine head out there and enjoy the the whole experience of Sydney and that part of the history of uh, America's Wild West and then this incredible natural phenomenon that's going to take place. Heather, thanks so much for being with us here. Yes, I appreciate the time, Foster. You're welcome. You've been listening to another edition of American Road Trip Talk, where we introduce you to the people and places behind the articles in American Road Magazine. Please subscribe to our regular podcast interviews through iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Visit us online at www.americanroadmagazine.com for more information about the magazine, trip itinerary suggestions, fun contests, and a whole lot more. And by the way, you'll also find us on Facebook. Until we meet again on the American Road, this is Foster Brown reminding you that the joy is in the journey.